Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today we're talking about values versus your goals and getting to know thyself. You got to get to know yourself if you want to get to the next level of you or this game. So hopefully this show is going to be insightful for you. Let's get it in. On this podcast, we take a deep dive into the international game of baseball and softball. Every week on the show, we will talk with coaches and players from around the world where we'll discuss preparation, motivation, and building a consistent mental process for those high-leverage, high-stakes situations. If 90% of the game is mental, we need to stop giving everything a physical remedy. Stick around for your host. He's played and coached professionally on five different continents and won 12 different national championships. He's the original baseball nomad. Some call him the hit doctor, but heck, you can just call him Coach AB. All right, so this week we're talking about values and how they are important. In fact, I think they're highly underrated. Most of the time, coaches, players, teachers, leaders, they all talk about goals. I got to thinking about this because every four years when I watch the Olympics, I always wonder what's the separator between those participating and those who are on the couch, who didn't make it. Yeah, they're just watching, like me. Um, Now, are Olympians just so much more courageous? Do they have just so much more unbelievable talents than the rest of us? Um, There's, you know, are are these, are, are they the sort of players or athletes that no matter what obstacles or difficulties they come across, they just overcome them? Are they just these genetic superior specimens? Um, they kind of remind me like of the Navy SEALs warrior. You guys know I was in the Navy, right? But, you know, being in the Navy and being a Navy SEAL is different. You know, <laughs> it's definitely different. These guys are special sorts of warriors, right? SEALs are. I mean, the, all these special forces guys, you know, they're freaks who expose themselves voluntarily to like some horrendous soul crushing torture trainings in my mind. I mean, we're talking about, and I imagine Olympians do as well. Long runs, uh, sleep deprivation, uh, the seals, they're jumping out of shit, you know, planes and helos and whatnot, getting fired at with live, uh, ammo. They go through these crazy voluntary psychological punishments, if you will. Now, is their mental toughness, I mean, I'm talking about Olympians and SEALs, is it like what? Just some divine sort of blessing that they, they've, they've been born with? I mean, look, I, I played baseball professionally around the, around the world. And for me to do what you know, I did, playing on five different continents, um, and, and 
listen to me, let's be clear. I'm not saying I'm as, as tough as a Navy SEAL or, or an Olympian for that, for that matter, right? That's some whole other shit, some different level shit, right? But for me, plain and simple, I know for me to know myself, it's taken devotion to make it just this far, okay? Um, and that's a value. My devotion is a value. It's something I've had to embrace. I had to be devoted to this game. Um, I mean, I can't tell you how many times people told me no. For a, for a long time, I had to take no like it was a vitamin. Mm, thank you. I'll take another one. No. Okay. Mm. <laughs> right? Uh, but bottom line is, you know, at one point, I came to the realization that I had to suffocate my demons. Um, you know, before social isolation was a thing, I was overseas all by myself, no other foreigners around. Um, I was experience, experiencing social isolation every season. Okay, I had to be my own mental coach back then. I really had to get to know myself because no matter where I went, I couldn't escape myself. Because, hey, there I was. <laughs> so, I, you know, I became cozy with me. I had to hug my own internal monsters and demons. And a lot of times, I'm going to be honest, I looked in the mirror after games and I didn't like what I saw looking back at me. I had to learn to face the adversity, the pressure, the high leverage situations where, you know, it was expected of me because they paid me to come through. And I'll tell you this, it wasn't until I learned to put things in perspective that I began to have a healthy appreciation for the challenges I face day in and day out with every season. I had to go back into the mirror and define who I wanted to be. I had to know my strengths and know my weaknesses and commit to getting better each day. Holding myself accountable for my performance. Then later on as a manager or as a coach, I knew I could make everyone, you know, in my unit or my my clubhouse or in my front office happy. I can't make everyone happy. Yeah. You can't do it. Not in uh, a team environment. Someone's going to always think that they're better or that they deserve more playing time or you can't make everyone happy. But I knew as a manager, the one person I could make happy was this guy myself. Right. I knew I could make myself happy. I, I wanted to be able to lay my head down on the pillow at night. Knowing that the team that I put out on the field was the kind of team that as a player, I would be proud of being a part of. OK, and I had to I had to learn to take responsibility for the team's preparedness. If, you know, we got beat on, you know, a bunt defense miscue, that's on me. I didn't prepare you enough. If we couldn't execute a hit and run or moving the uh, hitting behind the runner, moving them over with less than two outs, that's on me. I haven't prepared you enough. Okay. If we missed our cutoff man uh, and allowed the lead runner to get to the next base, that's on me. Right. So guess what? 
I drilled and drilled and drilled those guys, those girls, whoever I coached uh, until, you know, we couldn't make that mistake. Yeah, because that's the kind of team I wanted to be a part of. Uh, but that was my value. I had to embrace responsibility. Okay. Um, and here's a great analogy I heard the other day. Values are like a compass. A compass gives you direction and it keeps you on track when you're traveling. And our values do the same for our journey in life. We use them to choose the direction in which we want to move and to keep us on track as we go. Yeah. So when you act on a value, it's like heading west. Yeah, you're just heading west. No matter how far west you travel, you never get there. There's always further to go. Keep going west. But goals now, goals are a little bit different. They're like things you try to achieve on your journey, right? They're like the sights you want to see or the mountains you want to climb while you keep traveling west. Values are the things that are most important to us on our deepest level. No one can tell you what your values are. You choose them for yourself. Values are in the here and now. Goals are in the future. Values never need to be justified. Values often need to be prioritized though. Values are freely chosen. Fulfillment comes from acting on values. So when I talk about values, I'm talking about integrity. I'm talking about discipline. I'm talking about professionalism. I'm talking about mental toughness. I'm talking about work ethic. And the thing I'm learning here in China, one of the biggest values, patience. <laughs> Man, you got to be patient. You got to be patient here. You can't be like so many of the ball players or coaches that come over here and they show up with an entitlement mentality, expecting production or uh, a contract just for showing up. That's that's not, you know, that's not how you get things done. Goals, goals are different. And hey, it's necessary to have goals. Don't get me wrong here. I'm all about goals. You know, I get it. If you say, hey, listen, I want to get drafted. But I'm going to ask you, what's the why behind it? Why do you want to get drafted? If you tell me, hey, I want to sign a contract that makes more money than the next player. That's OK. But can you tell me why you want to do that? I want to hit a, home, a ton of home runs, coach. Again, what's in it for you? Why? Tell me why you want to hit all these home runs. Huh? If you say, hey, I want to guide my team to a championship. Now, if you tell me it's because your leadership, your work ethic, your discipline. And you tell me it's what you expect of yourself because you have those values. I would say, hey, now you're cooking with gas, buddy. I get it. Yeah. Remember, goals are the sights we see on that journey, while our values are the compass, okay? Identifying your values is important for setting meaningful goals and changing behavior. Once we identify our values and set these meaningful goals, a vision for our life becomes all of a sudden aligned. And guess what? The person, the player, emerges the one we want to be all of a sudden he or she is here right because everything's aligned we begin acting on it okay so the question to ask is 
Where is the why in your goal setting? Okay. Your why is going to fuel you. Because I'm going to tell you, those Olympians and those Navy SEALs, they teach us. There's tons of competition at ordinary. But its slim pickings are almost none at extraordinary. Great achievements don't just happen. It's many hours of dedicated excellence, discipline, integrity to do those little things. A focus on the process and then a tweak and then some learning and so on and so on and constant, it's constant calibration. Okay. I said it the other day, world class is a process. It's not an event. Greatness is head first. It's a head first game. Anyway, I hope this helps. That's what I have for you this week. And hey, remember, no matter what you're doing, don't forget to breathe and peace. Don't be my bros. Don't be my guys. Don't be the parts. Parts that I need to the puzzle. Look at my arms. Look at my palms. Look at the sweat. Look at my eyes. Look at the threat. We working, 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 we working. Practice make perfect. Practice make perfect. We working for certain. We working, we working. We got the purpose. We got the nervous. We got the service. We working, 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 we working. Coach, put me in the game I bet they remember my name I bet they remember the shot, the flame I bet they remember the bang I bet he remember that pain He never walked the same He never shot the same Sorry you lost the game I got to go harder He mad, they can't stop us My jersey always pop up They cop it, they bought it Your girl scream my name Out loud, she all in the crowd Made her proud Brought her shame. Check me out. Look at the flame. I can never miss. Look at the flick. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.